Raiders and the Bengals? I made some adjustments. Just like I hope Josh McDaniels made some adjustments because the Raiders are not looking good. Welcome to Big Ben and Kaywin on NoFilter.net. We broadcast live on NoFilter.net. And you know what? If you miss the live broadcast, you can go to NoFilter.net, click on Big Ben and Kaywin, go into our vault, and watch us on demand at any time. If you're more of a podcast person, we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, iHeart, and more. I'm Big Ben. He's I'm Big Ben. I'm a little tipsy. I'm Kaylin. He's ben. Big Ben. And let's go. Week 10. Oh, Josh Allen, UCL. He's, uh, so I got to lead with the Bills because I'm sitting in a Viking-themed Airbnb. And you made the pick. I won't, I won't say it, but you're heavy on the Vikings. And I think you knew Josh would be out. So I'm just asking, it's the night before the games, Bills fans, lots of prayers being said for Josh's elbow to somehow be repaired. Seahawks, incredible playoff team. Everyone still has the Niners. Week 10, Germany. Goodell just announced four more games. Can we, you and I, go to Germany? We should. We should be there right now. (laughs) I I got a question for you on Germany. Before I get into the question, I just want to let you know, I put in my Vikings pick when I thought Josh Allen's going to play. So whether he plays or not, whether he's healthy or not, I'm riding your cousins this week, okay? On to Germany. What's more popular in Germany, a brat or a schnitzel? Hmm. I think a schnitzel, they're both diverse. They throw it, it's like you have a brat for breakfast, lunch, and dinner as well as schnitzel. (laughs) I think one just holds gravy better than the other, and that's schnitzel. Now, do you put ketchup on your brat and on no. your schnitzel? No, neither. Mustard? I don't think they have ketchup in Germany, do they? I don't know. I think, I, I think it, it's grain mustard with sauerkraut is the way to do it. It's not definitely yellow. sauerkraut. Yes. So, yeah, you're, you're not getting ketchup. I don't even think they allow ketchup. They might throw you out of the country if you put ketchup on anything. You got to just eat it naked. Yeah, slam it. When is Oktoberfest? I think it already happened. October? (laughs) (laughs) I I think that, actually, I think you're wrong. I think it's in November, honestly. Oh, welcome to week uh, 10. It's, what is it called? The questionable quarterback week? Josh Allen, we don't know if he's going to play. Stafford's in concussion protocol. Kyler's got a hammy banged up. Tannehill doesn't know if he's going to go. It might be another week of Malik Willis handing the ball off to Derrick Henry. Um, so the clipboard holder, Sean Salisbury is probably getting a few calls right now. Clipboard holders are in this week. You're right. From a fantasy perspective, you're, you're reaching. Danny Dimes, I've called upon Danny Dimes in one league. And I'm hoping Russ might bounce back after a bye. I don't know. What did you see last week that stood out to you? Raiders lose again. Up big, lose again. I don't like what's going on in Las Vegas. It seems like they don't have the defense. The offense can't come back. They just don't look good at all. What else do we have? The Rams. 
lost to the Bucks. Technically, they should have lost to the Bucks a year ago and never went to the Super Bowl, and it should have been my Niners beating the Bucks. But anyways, what I saw is the Rams can't put up points. Like, that's what they did last year when they're going to the Super Bowl. High-powered offense, multiple wide receiver threats, running back by committee, but each running back in that committee was effective. They can't run. Their offensive line is shot. It's only Cooper Cup. And Stafford, I think his elbow is a little bit more hurt than people are leading on. The Rams are heading the wrong way. But my Seahawks are flying high. Gino does it again. I need to get on that bag bandwagon and jinx you guys. I'm officially a Seahawks fan. K-Win. No more room. There is no more room for the Seahawks. It's funnily, I wanted to comment on the Seahawks. So it's before the season, it was muddling, like, let's get a high draft pick so we can get a quarterback of the future and then use the supplemental picks we got from some trades to build around that, right? Build up your offensive and defensive line. Now it's like, we make a run at it. Yeah. How good are the Niners? And here's who the biggest winner of that whole Rams debacle is, because I agree with you, they can't score points and no one can catch the ball other than Cooper Cup, OBJ. Like, he is training probably and Colin McVay, like, hey, it's another $5 million a year. Another exactly. His, his stock's just going up as the Rams become, like continue to just middle in offense. Alan Robinson isn't who everyone thought he was. He's, I don't think he's had more than four targets the last four games. So what is trying to figure out there. Fat Joe say, yesterday's price is not today's price. Odell's <laughs> price just went up. And McVay needs to know that. And also you got Jerry Jones talking about Odell. So it's like use a little bit of leverage. He wants to stay in L.A. He's an L.A. guy. He's a Hollywood guy. I see him signing with the Rams, but I don't think he can help him this year. I think that ship has sailed. What? Um, that I, I agree with you. He, he won't be back with the Rams. Uh, but what what do you do with Kingsbury? Is he done now? I mean, I don't want to give away my little bit coming up on the picks, but yeah. he's done, we'll, dude. We'll, we'll leave it at that. Uh, the Raiders, I don't think, have, like, they've flatlined. They're, they're starting to cut salary cap for next year. Devontae Adams, you know, he thought he was coming back with their car. They're going to throw the ball around. You know, Hunter Renfro's been hurt. They put him on the IR along with Darren Waller, who I had on two teams. Stupid. God, Darren, come on. Come on, Darren. Now I'm running with Kate Otten. Uh So the AFC West still runs through Kansas City, in my opinion. What's and going then, on with JMO's Chargers? I don't I don't know. Mike Williams has been hurt. Keenan Allen, they're wideouts. Herbert doesn't have his wideouts. The fact he's throwing a Joshua Palmer and I forget the other guy who's DeAndre Yeah, DeAndre Carter. Like, you know, you don't want to Gerald Everett's your top threat, and he's only getting, you know, seven, eight yards of pop. He's not a downfield threat. You know who's benefiting this and all of this is Eckler. I mean, he was on pace for like 126 catches. He might be on pace for 200 catches because all they do is bubble screens to Eckler, hit him on a go route. Like, he is their best running back and wide receiver right now. Yeah. And the Broncos can't figure it out, right? Um, So, again, Kansas City benefits from, I think, everyone just being subpar this year in that AFC West. NFC West, I, I still think the 49ers are the best team. It's it's one of those things where you're like you look across but the field. 
but barely, right? Like it's not like they're heads and shoulders above anyone. No, it's it's all about execution after that. But you look across the field and you're like, there's there's more talent over there than we have over here. And if they execute well and do their job, they're going to beat us. Now, if you're the Seahawks, you kind of say, yeah, that's that's the case. But I mean, the Seahawks have played, you know, well. Just their rookie tackles have held up a bit. It's a, I mean, Gino. I think they've benefited from Gino being a little bit more mobile than some people thought. Similar to Russ, so your offense doesn't change all that much. And the defense has been a bend don't break. Like we've had some big plays, big turnovers. Tariq Wolin and Co uh, Bryant. Uh, it's those four people. So the, the your two rookie tackles and your two rookie corners to have stepped up and played above what they should be playing. And Kenneth that's the Walker? reason you're playing. What's that? Kenneth oh, and Walker? Kenneth Walker, he's a rookie too. He was supposed to be that good. Haven't you seen his highlights from college? But yes, Kenneth Walker is another guy. Like he's ridiculous. So uh, above grades, above expectations from rookies, I think is the Seahawks story. I also want to talk about the Brother Bowl. Detroit versus Green Bay? No, Detroit versus Chicago. You got Amaron St. Brown against Equinemius Brown, both from Southern California, Los Angeles. That's why we're talking about an NFC North game, the Brother Bowl. That's going to be exciting. Two brothers matching up on other sides of the field. Do you think they have a bet on this game? Like, hey. Loser owes a thousand dollars. Like you got to take me out to Soho House. Oh, what, what's the bet? If you're doing stats, would you rather have Justin Fields or Jared Goff throwing you the ball? Like if stats is the thing. Like if I receiving yards. Goff. Okay. Uh, I actually saw. I don't know if it was a short thirty for thirty on the same Brown family. But the bomb goes, is it, if Equinemius isn't only on the practice squad, I ain't going to those games. So the fact that they're both playing and on the roster, we'll see what she does. She probably sits at the 50-yard line with a split jersey. Yes. Um, what about just let's, – let's end last week's summary with Justin Fields because that game, most rushing yards by a quarterback. Yeah, 160-plus. 160 plus. I seen so Justin was in a documentary way back in the day about like QB1. They documented Justin Fields and they documented the other guy that flamed out is now dating an Instagram model, Tate Martell. <laughs> and Justin, I mean, he, he was the same athlete. What you saw in the field that this past Sunday is what he was in high school, was just yeah. like, let him go. Like, don't, don't have them go through reads, have them go through feels, and, like, get out of the pocket, run, be an athlete, and that's what they let them do. I don't know. Played, played at Ohio in Miami? Yeah. I mean, he's he's an Instagram model. I mean, his life. And maybe she's the breadwinner in the family, and it's turning out <laughs> all right. All right. Do we want to get in the picks? Let's get into it. Week 10. I no, no, no. no. Give, give me your summary on fields. I feel like they're finally opening up the offense for him. 
like if you remember early in the season when they beat my Niners and they're playing some of the other teams, it was a very, I think you would even called it. It was a college offense. It was like a big 10 offense. We're just going to hand the ball off. It's going to be some simple passes and that's it. Now it's like design runs for him trade for Claypool. We're going to use the tight end and they're really open up the offense. I don't know if it's, or maybe if they're just feeling more comfortable with him, but he's really growing into that position. And he dropped so far in that draft, he was kind of an afterthought. It was all about mac and cheese and my boy Trey Lance. But the best one right now is Justin Fields. And going into next year with all that experience and these weapons, he might be the best one out of that draft class. You can't call him the best. I don't think as a quarterback, no. As a- I think as Athlete, yes. And they they might look back. I've always said this, right? Trey Lance never got hit in the face like he's getting hit in the face today. You know, Justin Fields played some big-time college football. But what you just talked about is, like, Chicago just saying, we're just going to run a wishbone-type offense. Misdirection. Good guards, good athletes which is actually going the complete opposite of what the NFL is actually going, which is just air it out. Right. So, um, and the irony there is Chicago's in the center of big 10 boring football. So the, the, the foot fits the slipper, I guess. It does. All right. Big 10. Who's, who's our pseudo, uh, who's our proxy here? We were Roy last week. So yeah, you know I say we um I say it's Grover. Okay. I say it's your buddy Grover. Okay. All right. I'll lead. You make the picks or we go every other. Um I say we both give banter, quick banter on each each game. Okay. Denver at Tennessee. Uh, Russ is back coming off a bye Malik Willis looks like a linebacker playing quarterback uh, devastating option plays Russ still has two pretty good wideouts in Sutton Judy their defense is pretty good Mike Rabel after a tough start rallied the team Tennessee is kind of the same Tennessee team just bust you in the face make it ugly and win a game I think this game is going to be absolutely atrocious to watch in my opinion like Latavius Murray, Melvin Gordon, and then, you know, some, we'll see. Who do you got in the game? I do agree Russ has better offensive weapons, but Tennessee is King Henry, and we saw it last week. They're just going to hand the ball off. And the Broncos have a great secondary, a good overall defense, but I don't think they can stop the King. I'm going Titans. Malik Willis might throw three times this week because I don't think Tannehill is healthy, and I don't think Bray will trust them with the offense. At any rate, I'm going Titans. I think Malik will get some more opportunities to throw. I think people will have film be like, he's not going to throw. Put eight in the box. <laughs> chuck it deep to Bobby Woods. All right, 6.30 a.m. Seahawks, Bucks in Germany. Two, two teams headed in opposite directions bucks haven't seemed to figure it out i think the frustration point is like i don't think brady 
he's realizing that like he doesn't have Edelman, he doesn't have Gronk, he's not familiar. Godwin's been hurt. Mike Evans is only true, true deep threat. Russell Gage has shown up a bit. Kate Otten had the game-winning catch, I believe, last week. On the other side, Seahawks have Kenneth Walker. Can he get going? It's going to be Kevin Walker versus Delvin White in the hole quite a bit. We'll see who wins that battle. Who do you got winning the game? Kenneth Walker has six fourth-quarter touchdowns. He's the closer, and he's going to close the schnitzel ball in Munich, Germany. The Seahawks are going to win by a touchdown. I, I, I like that pick. The only thing I think about, jet lag. Does that come into play? The jet lag bowl. Who has oh, because Seattle's got to fly further? Yeah. Dude, it's the small things. Yeah. Small things. They lose. It's. I could imagine Tom Brady. Yep. Yeah, I'd like to thank jet lag and not having or Seahawks having more. Um, I like that Seahawks pick though. Minnesota at Buffalo. I already know your pick. Give me why though. Josh Allen isn't playing most likely. Uh, Kurt Josh Cousins. Allen is playing. By the way, this is all media hype. He's playing. His elbow isn't as bad as everyone says. And plus, he's a gamer. There's no way he's missing this game. At any rate. The Bills have struggled the last couple of weeks. They lost to the Jets. I can't remember who they played the week before that because I had a long night last night. But anyways, the Bills are struggling right now. Captain Kirk is going to come in and win in Orchard Park. That's my hot take. So I think it's it's it was a war of attrition on Josh Allen. They don't have a big – Zach Moss hasn't been in the offense whatsoever. They don't have a short down yardage back. So you have Josh Allen running for a lot of first downs, taking hits, slides, all that. Um, it's his UCL, his elbow. If he can't throw, the, the, you know, you bring in Case Keenum, Case is all right. He's one of the better clipboard holders in the NFL. He's won games. It's an orchard part. I think this is a coin flip, to be honest, regardless if Josh plays. I think a lot of people are getting healthy on that Buffalo defense, and Minnesota's played some. I think they've played one team above 500 in the Dolphins. So we'll see how Kirk comes up. Kirk could end up, you know, flat on his back quite a bit this game. We'll see. Who we going I with? like the Bills. All right. You get the split on this one. I'll give you the tie break. Okay. Detroit at Chicago. Taylor Swift has a new hit song called Anti-Hero. DeAndre Swift is not related to Taylor, but he is going to be the hero on Sunday. The Bears cannot stop the run. They're bad outside of the pocket. And Swift, finally healthy, finally is going to get the ball. And the Lions win two straight. I got the Lions here. I like that pick. Everyone is getting healthy. Amaron St. Brown's healthy again. After a concussion week prior, Jamal Williams has been your bell cow uh, if you're the Lions. <clears throat> and then bringing back Swift, who's been kind of an out-of-the-backfield guy the last couple of weeks just due to the fact they don't want to give him ball in the hole. I don't – I mean, you, you saw the film. If you're a good defensive coordinator, you can shut down whatever Justin Fields did last week. So you probably force him to throw the ball, uh, put as many you can in the box and see if he can throw it deep to Mooney. I doubt he can. So I like that pick, Lions. All right. Cleveland at Miami. 
Ooh, two, two very, very different cities. Jacoby Brissett still holding down the fort before Deshaun Watson comes back. Nick Chubb, just, uh, he's, I mean, he's up there in Henry territory. I think he leads the league in yardage. And then you have on the opposite side, Tyreek Hill, who just, I don't know how many targets, he's got over 100 targets already through the season, which is he's insane. He's in pace for like, I think, 2,100 yards, most all time. Yeah. So the difference here is the quarterback. I think Tua is still a better quarterback than a guy like Jacoby Brissett. Um, the, Miami de- uh, the Miami defense can force turnovers, and they're at home. I, I, I don't know what Cleveland's going to do with the warm weather. They might overheat. So I got Miami win the game. I'm with you. Talk about two polar opposite offenses. Cleveland's just going to hand the ball, use Nick Chubb, pound the clock. Miami's going to throw it to two of the fastest receivers in the league. I know the Cheetah is the fastest receiver in the league. Waddle. And how about that dance? He's pretty fast, too. I like Miami. Theo's going to get your headphone. Yeah. He woke up quick. (laughs) okay Indy at Las Vegas you have a team that just hired Jeff Saturday a previous center for your team Jim Ursay and then said I'm going to appoint a 30 year old to call the offense that I I would have loved if I mean this could have been the place if Matt Ryan was still the quarterback and you have a 30 year old telling a 40 year old what what plays to run going into Las Vegas, which is we've, we talked about it briefly. They're banged up. They're releasing trading players. I don't know if they're done for the season or just hoping to get by with what they can. It's going to be Devontae to Derek and then Josh Jacobs. Hopefully he can bang it. But uh, yeah, this is going to be, I won't watch this game, but uh, I think Las Vegas wins the game. I'm calling this the 007 Bowl. My favorite James Bond movie is Skyfall. And the sky is falling on the Raiders. Listen to this, Big Ben. They have lost three games this year when they've been up by at least 15 points. And your boy, Josh McDaniels, is 5-15 and 15 in his NFL career. The time is ticking on Josh McDaniels. I'm putting it out this week. I'm putting it out next week. He's going to go running back to Buffalo, or excuse me, running back to Belichick. I got the Colts here. Okay. You know who we haven't seen USC receive, wide receiver since we mentioned the State Browns? Michael Pittman's had a tough year. Also, Matt Ryan was leading the league in interceptions when he was playing, and then they <laughs> threw this other guy in, Sam. I can't even pronounce his last name. Ellinger? Ellinger. Ellinger out of Texas. Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna beat you to the bowl bowl name of this next this next matchup, the McCarthy Revenge Bowl. He was gonna come in hot, and if Dallas wins, he will hit up all his local eateries, all his local bars that he used to frequent, and wear his Dallas star with pride. Dak's back. They're, they seem to be they're running they're running Pollard and Zeke. Almost equal touches. You saw C.D. Lamb, Michael Gallup, Dalton Schultz. It's a good offense. Yeah, defense has played really, really well. Micah Parsons is, I think, ends up being a 
I don't know if it's easy to call him a Hall of Famer yet, but he's going to be an All-Pro pretty quickly. Green Bay is just decimated. Mm-hmm. Just like they went in, came into the season, and they talked about getting Aaron Jones and and uh, Dylan out in space. That hasn't happened. Nothing's happened for them on offense. Been atrocious. Who do you got in the game? Give me it the Cowboys. I don't care where it is. Give me the Cowboys. Aaron Jones' ankle is bruised. Aaron Rodgers' ego is bruised after last week. They are not headed in the right direction. They can't figure out any sort of chemistry in their wide receiver room. And they just don't have enough options because a lot of their players are hurt. I got McCarthy in the Revenge Bowl. Oh, He'll come back to Jerry with all the goods from Green Bay. Uh, Arizona at the Rams. They're in SoFi. I, I can't figure out Kyler Murray. So apparently every time a new Call of Duty gets released, his stats go down because he plays it so gosh darn much. Like, Could you imagine that? No wonder they tried to implement that four-hour study a week. Like the guy just, just is an anomaly to me. I, I, I think he'd be a better second baseman in the major, in major like, in Major League Baseball than he would be a quarterback, candidly. Um, Did he pull a hammy jumping up and down after killing someone in Call of Duty? Potentially. You he's day-to-day. He, he, he's in the, Why you paid him, I don't know, to be honest. He suffers even more so what Russ suffered from. Like, you see so many of his balls. He, like... You know why Brady has this over-the-top release? Well, it's to get it over the lineman's arms so he can throw it to his receivers. It seems like Kyler does has like this little half-cock, like side release. It, only in space does he look good. But if he looks, if he's in the pocket, he looks scared and like he doesn't know what to do. Um, James Conner's back. That doesn't impress me all that much about that offense. Their defense, it always seems like they're on their heels, too. Zayvon Collins, Buda Baker, Jalen Thompson, J.J. Watt had an offsides that impacted the game last last week against the Hawks. Um, I mean, this game's going to be interesting. I think there could be some implications, because if you lose and you're the Rams, you're really trying to figure it out. Yeah. And if you lose and you're the Cardinals, you I don't know if you blow it up, but Cliff might be... There might be a for sale sign outside his house. Who do you got? Theo, Theo wanted out. He doesn't want to see that game. He doesn't want to hear that game. He doesn't want to talk about that game. It could be two backup quarterbacks playing because Stafford went into concussion protocol on Tuesday. He may or not play. So we might see your boy John Wolford in Kyler's day-to-day with a hammy. So we might see Colt McCoy. But I don't think it matters. And I'm calling this the LinkedIn ball because after the Rams win, Cliff Kingsbury is going to go on to his LinkedIn profile and let everyone know he's open for new opportunities because he gone after this year. I don't see how he can recover from this. The Cardinals will lose. They'll lose again. Kyler him don't get along. DeAndre Hobson got suspended. There's just too much going on in the organization. There has to be a fall guy. And Cliff, unfortunately, is going to be the fall guy. I, I think you're right, and I think he goes back to the college ranks. I think there's more freedom there. Uh, he doesn't have to deal with personnel, personalities. 
Um, all right. This is an interesting one. Is this, I mean, are you and Jen going to be okay this week? I'm calling it the house divided ball. J-Mo a Chargers fan, K-Win a Niners fan. But J-Mo doesn't listen to this podcast, so I'm going Niners. Uh, Char- you're right. Chargers have just been banged up. Herbert's done the best. Like It seems like he's done the best with what he has, right? Gerald Everett's looked good as a primary receiver. I mean, Joshua Palmer had... You know, I think 100 yards last week, which is the mark of a good quarterback. You take a third-string wide receiver and put up 100 yards. Mike Williams needs to return. Keenan Allen has been the biggest, if you're a fantasy guy, too, you're just grinding your teeth over Keenan Allen to get back. But again, I've said this about the Niners. I think they have the, the most talent on offense. Then it's like, what ingredients... Because after you get CMC, your playbook has to change a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's it's no longer what it was before. So I think it'll be interesting. This will be, I think, the first full week you'll have CMC in practice, the old anthems and things. It'll be fun. To, I'll watch this game. Niners have eight returning players. Debo's back. Juwan Jennings is back, and Kyle Uchek is back. So they have the number one blocker in the running game as their fullback. They got Trent Williams. They're finally getting healthy on defense. I think the Niners roll in this game. I love the Chargers. I love Herbert, but I feel like he's not completely healthy from his rib injury because he's not running as much, and he doesn't have any wide receiver options. I just think the Chargers have no chance on Sunday. Yeah. And in this game, I'll just tell you who the teams are, and we can – Washington at Philly. Done, Philly. Does it seem like Philly's had the easiest schedule in the freaking league? It's like, oh, Philly versus layup, game over. Um, I think they've yet to play Dallas, maybe. No, um, they beat Dallas. They beat Dallas. Yeah. They beat Minnesota. I just think Philly's D is so good that they're head and shoulders above everyone right now. Miles Sanders, comeback player of the year. He's played well. No, no, um, no. My boy Gino. Don't jinx it. He'll <laughs> <laughs> take. All right, you got the Eagles. Let me re- let me play back. How many points? 45? No, it's Grover. Let's go uh, do something weird because he would. 38. No, he'd go like 57. Yeah, he would go 57. Because there's some fantasy player on some team, so he's open. All right, so Titans, Seahawks, we're split on Vikings, Bills. Let's just stay split. Allen plays Vikings. Allen, excuse me, Allen plays Bills. Uh, uh, Doesn't Vikings. Lions, Dolphins, Raiders, Cowboys, or excuse me, Colts, Cowboys, Rams, Niners, Eagles. Okay, ten way bet, ten dollars wins it wins two grand. I'm already zero and one from the Thursday night game. Yeah, I ripped up your ticket. <laughs> you picked Carolina. What's that? No, I ripped up mine too. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm not good at betting. Uh, not. All, right. all right, good luck this week. House divided. Big Ben and K win. I'm Big Ben. He's K win. We're on nofilter.net. 
Join us over the holidays. We're going to have a Thanksgiving feast, preview some games with our friend Joe, Joe Manuel. And you can catch us, like Kaywin said, on anywhere, anywhere you get your podcasts. We're just doing football for now. I'm sure you're watching your dubs play pretty well. Good game against Cleveland. They won. The Cavs are looking good. Cavs, Cavs are good. I think Donovan Mitchell likes Cleveland more than Salt Lake City a little bit. Maybe. Definitely. A little more or things to just, do in this. Maybe he just didn't like Rudy Gobert. <laughs> <laughs> Does Big Cat like Rudy Gobert? Uh, I don't think anyone likes Rudy Gobert. He's the one that took down the NBA from like grabbing those microphones with the whole COVID thing. That's true. All right. Theo says goodbye. Go give him a walk. I'm going to get, uh, I don't know, what am I doing today? Oh, playing some Vikings, doing something. All right, be good. Big Ben K. Win. We out. <laughs>